1: Oh, yeah, tory great work. Gets the return from Anthony Robinson. Robinson will hook that cross in. Belic! Oh, lovely
0: hat-trick! What a night! Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network.
1: Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Presented, as always, by BetMGM. It is a football Friday. We'll get back to American football and all the games for Week 11 in the NFL. Some college as well coming up in a few minutes. Right now, though, it's time to bring on a guest on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. Sebastian Salazar, soccer host and reporter from ESPN. Joining us on the the guest line here, the Phoenix, a revolutionary technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Sebastian, welcome to the show. Excited to, to talk some World Cup. And I guess before we get into the favorites and the odds and what we think here, tell us about Qatar. You're out there. You're, you're there for the World Cup. Um, to tell us about what it's like out there, what you've experienced so far. Yeah. Uh, much has been
0: made of, of where this tournament is being held. Obviously, if you've been following kind of the lead-up uh, to it. What I would say is we've only been here for a few days, so I don't have a total lay of the land. And really what's important to state is nobody's here yet. It feels like Vegas if everybody was staying inside, right? Everything looks like Vegas, um, but the people have not arrived. First game's on Sunday. Some of the big teams that really draw a lot of fans don't start playing till next week. So, We'll have much more of a World Cup buzz, but probably also a few more infrastructure problems next week. The other thing worth noting is it's not that hot. It gets dark here at like 4.45 in the afternoon. Um, The first games of the day will be played at 1 o'clock local time. Of course, remember, all these stadiums here have been uh, air conditioned. That's the fans. I think the players will still be sweating. Um, But I think really that first game will be impacted by heat. But then it really doesn't cool off. I mean, it's not cold. Um, But it's much more comfortable uh, at night. And that's really when three of the four games here will be played. So I don't know that temperature and weather will be as big a factor as we thought it might have been, like, before we all arrived here and realized kind of what was going on.
1: Let's look big picture at the World Cup winner. Is it just Brazil, Argentina and everyone else? Um, Where are you at? I put my money on Brazil yesterday. I know it's chalky, but I was like, let's do it. Let's just go for it because it seems like it's one of those teams. Um, But curious your assessment here.
0: I like that term shocky because I've been saying the same thing, but using the word boring when people are like, well, who's your favorite? Who do you think's going to win? It's it's boring to pick Brazil, even though they haven't won it in quite some time. They are kind of this this mega favorite at every World Cup and they're just loaded with talent. Um, on top of that, it's not just a paper team like they dominated what is usually a very difficult qualifying process. South America is a tough place to qualify out of. They walked through that. So I think they arrive as favorites. For good reason, they are—they are the you know the odds makers favorite. If I had to pick somebody, if like if you made me put my own money on somebody, I'd put it on Brazil. Um, Argentina's in that category, but I think I would also put France in there. In fact, for me up until about two three weeks ago, it was actually Brazil and France, then a drop. Mm. Argentina. Uh, If you look at the way that the odds are reflected now, it's Brazil, Argentina, France. Why has that shift happened? France has had some really big, important injuries um, in their midfield in the last couple weeks, which is a big part of this World Cup. Usually in a World Cup, you get like a month before the tournament starts. People don't usually get hurt in that. There's kind of a buildup because this is being played in the middle of the club season. Dudes were getting hurt like last week the week before so these squads are changing chopping and changing quite a bit so france has dropped off a little bit there yes they've lost some important pieces the good thing to know about france is they're probably the deepest country in terms of talent so they lose top players they bring more in so i think you have to put france into that top three um, but for me, if you're going to put your money on anybody, it has to be Brazil. I think a lot of the interest in Argentina is emotional. I think people see it as Lionel Messi's last World Cup. They also see Argentina hasn't lost in a while. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you can beat two, three, four very good teams in a row, which is what you'll have to do to win this World Cup. So I- I'm going Brazil. But I think um, Argentina and France are-, are justifiably in that kind of top tier of favorites.
1: Yeah, and, and they are there right now, like you mentioned. Brazil the favorite, Argentina is, is second five to 5-1 up at MGM, France 7-1. So so we have the favorites, Sebastian, and, and obviously you could if people mm-hmm. want to throw down to the long shots. They're super long shots, the Saudi Arabia's, Costa Rica's. Yeah. But how, how about a team it, more towards the middle, maybe, maybe right under the top tier or more towards the middle that you think could be interesting, maybe make some noise, maybe, maybe not win the World Cup, but a, a team you have your eye on that's not a favorite?
0: And it's important to note, like, the long shots don't win World Cups. That, that's not how the World Cup works. There are powers. They always win. If you're a, if you're a long shot, you make it to a quarters. That's a successful tournament. So those, those, like, real long shots, are they don't have a chance. If you want to throw a flyer on it, that's fine. For me, from, like, the mid-tier, um, there's two categories. So I see Spain and Germany as kind of good values right below Brazil, Argentina, France. Here's the thing about Spain and Germany. They're in the same group. So if you win your group, you get a much better matchup in the round of 16, which sets you up for the knockout phase, right? I think Spain is going to win the group, and I think that's reflected in their odds. I see them at, like, plus 850, Germany at plus 1,000, something around there. Um, So I think Spain is a very good value there. Now, uh, if you want to take a a real big bet on a team, I like Uruguay really like Uruguay, and they're a big value. I got them at plus 4,000 here. Um, To me, they are the team with the chance to win it with the lowest odds, right? Once you get past Uruguay, I don't think anybody below that has a realistic shot at winning it. I actually do think Uruguay, based on their talent and their style of play, really, it favors the tournament. They're defensive, they're rugged, they're really good on set pieces. That's how you advance in these games. So I really like them as kind of your, your best value bet of a team that realistically has a shot to win it. Um, if you don't want to be that risky, but you don't want to pick a favorite, then I'd, I'd settle into that Spain-Germany. Whatever your preference is between those two teams, for me it's Spain. I, I, I have seen Spain dominate really good teams. They have a problem in finishing, which is a pretty big part of soccer, um, but I think they are going to be a problem for a lot of teams in this tournament. I really do. They can hold the ball in a way that, that very few others can.
1: What about Belgium or Netherlands? Um, mm. What are you projecting for those teams?
0: So I'm, I'm not crazy about Netherlands. They have the easiest group by far, right? Um, the way the groups are seated, there's four tiers and you get a team from each tier in the group. So the top tier are all really great teams with one exception the country that's hosting this tournament, gets a top seed, right? So Qatar is actually the top seed uh, in Netherlands' group. On top of that, the rest of the group, Senegal, just lost their best player, uh, Sadio Mane, and Ecuador. Um, so I think that when you look at that group, Netherlands is a very safe bet to to advance out of the group, but they have some real serious frailties. We saw it at the last European Championships. I don't think they can defend. And eventually, when you play good teams, if you can't defend, you give them two, three, four chances, their players are going to score one or two goals, and, and that's the decisive factor. It's like a soccer nerd. I hate to oversimplify soccer, but you take your chances, you win the games. That, that finishing is, is, is really the key here. So, um, yeah, in that regard, I, I'm not really high on Netherlands. Belgium is a team that, that's value isn't bad, and they're kind of in that other tier. People love the talent on that team. What I would say about Belgium is um, they have had a golden generation that is supposed to win a tournament for 12 years now. And they've not done it and there's a reason that they've not done it they're talented um but they joke you know they joke they, they don't really show up in the big moments so belgium is the team that i think had their best chance to like win a tournament at the last world cup and they made a good run they beat brazil in the quarterfinals i don't, I don't see that again this time and what they've done is they've hung with that golden generation like maybe one tournament too long so mm-hmm. I, I think it's an older team even if they are talented I don't see Belgium or Netherlands winning at all. so why I stayed away from them. Between those two, Belgium, I think, is uh, the better bet to win at all than Netherlands.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sebastian, we have to ask you about Team USA. What, what are we expecting? Let's go. How, how, how good are they? Uh, will will mm-hmm. they disappoint everyone here? Or what, Give us your thought on Team USA as they head into this. Um, and obviously that will grab some people here if, if they could play well to start this off
0: totally totally i mean you know eight years since they've been in a world cup it's by far the most talented team on paper that the u.s has ever sent to a tournament like this the big question is you know how are they going to play because really it's been a long time since we've seen them convince play well in fact you got to go back almost a year ago uh, to kind of the, the midway of the qualifying cycle when i think there were some high points some of their recent performances have been really uninspiring let's look at their group right because i think for the u.s success is binary you get out of the group it was a really great tournament you don't get out of the group it's like an abject failure and for a lot of countries that that's kind of the reality of it fair or unfair um england is by far the favorite in that group they are a team that is accessible to the u.s of all the top tier teams the u.s could have been drawn against a brazil forget it you know a france forget it england is accessible, because just like the U.S., they've been playing pretty poorly in the lead up to this tournament. So I think there's a chance there for like the U.S. to potentially get a draw. Iran is the game where the U.S. will be favorites and and have to win. So a lot of people, and this is kind of generic, but are pointing at that Wales game, right? Like that's the game you have to win. I actually see Wales as the weakest team in the group, even though most people think of it Iran. I think that's just people don't know Iran. If you look at Iran's team, you see where these dudes are playing. Um, there's a lot of turmoil in the country. I think a lot of times that, that brings groups together. And so I think you could see a very difficult Iranian team in that last game. I think the U.S. is going to beat Wales. I do not rate Wales at all. They don't really play for much. They really defend. They just sit back and hope to hit you on the counter. If the U.S. knowing that, and if I know that, the coaching staff knows that, doesn't fall into that, like Wales is not going to score. They're, if they ever get ahead of you, it's not going to be more than one. So I think the U.S. beats Wales. Loses to England and probably draws against Iran. And I think it's a one that's that puts you at one, one, and one, which means it comes out a goal difference whether you get out of the group. I I think they do get out of the group. I, I think this US just barely the second best team in this group. So I think they get out of the group after that. Um, that's it. Like you're gonna be the underdog in the round of 16 matchup, you're probably not gonna win that, right? Um, they could because of the group that they're going up against. Get a favorable draw right it, it could be netherlands which again i've told you i think is of the top uh, you know of the top european teams not not that strong if it's qatar ecuador senegal without sadio Mane, yeah you'll take that in the round of 16 for sure so if the u.s gets out there's maybe a shot actually at a, at a quarterfinal run quarterfinals like that's the world cup final for teams like mexico united states costa rica canada these teams from this part of the world um, once you get there you're playing a, not only a world power probably a world power that's playing well. And I think that's where, like, the U.S. kind of just hits their ceiling. You know, it, it not at this World Cup, you know, at this point in American soccer history, I think that's where they hit their ceiling. So that's kind of where I'm at with the U.S. team.
1: Sebastian, awesome stuff. We appreciate it. Enjoy covering this thing, and I'm sure we'll hit you up again soon to talk about some soccer here. Sebastian Salazar, soccer host, reporter from ESPN, on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line, the Phoenix A Revolutionary Technology helping men all across America get back to their best. The bedroom, visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. We dive back to the NFL next. Week 11, we'll hit every game on the BetQL Network.
0: We'll be right back with BetQL
1: Daily, presented by Bet's MGM on the BetQL Network.